This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the Voices of Misery podcast. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Check it out. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's a special edition of the Voices of Misery podcast. And, of course, one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and uh, I'm by myself today. And I'm going to tell you why, because this is a special episode. Not saying that the ones I do with my spouse and my lovely co-hosts aren't special. They are. I love them dearly. But you guys know you guys have been listening to the show for a while, and especially with the past few uh, episodes, I, I've been getting really cranky, really fed up, and angry. I've been biting my tongue a lot. Um, for a while, there was a span where the show was nothing but COVID. It was just anger and anger and anger for, like, last year when this all went down. And um, one thing I can say that we've been here on the show, at least myself, is consistent, extremely consistent. And we've always said the same things with COVID. We've always said the same thing once the vaccine came out. We've always been saying the same thing. You can go back to the archives and listen. I, and I'm going to apologize here, because I did go a little too long with the anger and the rage of COVID, but this is something that I feel is important to talk about. And I feel, and, and of course you can't be mad at a virus, obviously, you know, um, it's just more or less my anger is directed at the government and just the mistreatment of, of people and society and just our, our basic freedoms and rights that were stripped away over something that I feel was overblown. And I do have a history of, of, of hating the media. Um, just, Never hated or distrusted the government as much as I do now due to all the, the things that have been going on lately. And just and just the way that they're in bed with the media really helped fuel my anger and rage and just distrust of everything in, in the higher establishments. And there's just so many different things to digest here. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how long this one's going to go. Um, I, I can, as you people know, I can talk, <laughs> even if there's no one in the room. Um one thing I wanted to do with this was to kind of bring it back to the old school days of the podcast when, and, and this is not something permanent. This is just because, uh, like I'm starting to ramble here. So let, let, let me circle back as Jen Pizaki would say. So basically, um, you know, the, the past year was just all about just me going off about COVID. How much I hated it. And then we took a few months to just kind of go back to the way the show was before, you know, the country went into a tailspin and people were trying to control everything we did and how we live our lives when we put into our bodies and shit like that. And then just over the past couple of weeks, like once the vaccines came out and the mandate started, it was like, all right, I just felt my anger building again. And it was something you kind of can't keep in the box. So it's been coming out a little bit in, in the past couple episodes that we did our, our flagship show, which is 
the one that we do here at Voices of Misery when it's just me and the spouse. And uh, she was like, you know what, you should do this yourself. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I should just go just go on the mic like I used to. Just go off and just let my brain explode in the microphone, if you will. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where I, I, I finally said, you know what, screw it. And today I was at work and I was doing some things and I'm thinking to myself, you know what, I got the TV on mute, obviously, because I work from home. And I uh, just saw some things in the news today that just really just made me angry. And normally when things that don't directly affect me happen, I don't give a shit. It just kind of brushes off. But there's been a lot of things going on in personal life. I mean, like, nothing terrible. I mean, things are great, really. Um, I'm not really upset about things. We were talking about the whole depression thing the other day. And uh, <clears throat> I did lose my friend. And I don't know why. I honestly don't. Um it's not the first time I've been ghosted. And you know what? Turnabout is fair play. I deserve it. It just sucks because, you know, you finally find someone, like a confidant, someone you can tell things to. That's outside of the house, obviously. You know, um, obviously I can tell my wife everything. She knows everything. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's crazy how, how blunt and open we are with each other. It's it, it, it's it's amazing we're still together, actually. Um, but, yeah, well, you, you find someone. And, and I think it's important for people out there. Um, Anyone who's in like a, a, a relationship, a, a marriage, whatever it is, um, just 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 to have an outlet. It's not safe. It's not it's not nice to be by yourself all the time. And I've been doing it now. Uh, today's my birthday, at 39 years old. So I've been doing this still stick here for about 15, 16 years. <laughs> so yeah, it's been pretty uh, pretty long time here of just the, the isolation mode. That something broke in the brain and just kind of sent me down this path of being a being a loner, and uh, you know, you, if you find a friend, you're like, oh, you know, it's kind of cool to get to bounce some ideas off of someone else. Or, you know, just to kind of to have someone different to, to to talk to, just get a different perspective, you know. And that's pretty pretty cool. But anyway, just got ghosted. But I I fucking deserve it because I've done it so many times without even knowing it. It's kind of like a defense mechanism. It's like you start becoming friendly with someone, and you pull back, and it's like, you know what, this ain't me. I don't even know who the hell I am anymore when it comes to that shit, to be honest with you. I'm just an old man. That's all. Who's just getting angry. But yeah, let's just get back to the news here. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, an all-over-the-place episode here because I do need my my spouse to keep me on, on the straight and narrow. And I don't have any articles, don't have any topics. Just going to kind of go off the head here about things that just irritate the crap out of me. And maybe in the future I'll do this thing a little bit more structured where I have a couple different topics I wanted to talk about, just serious issues, serious things, um, things going on in the news and the media. Um, nothing crazy, no Florida man, even though I freaking love all that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, but before you ask me, my day's been great. You know what? Getting old, it sucks. Very depressing, but otherwise I've had a pretty good day. If this was any other day but August 24th, I, I would probably have said, you know what, today's a great day. Just relaxing. Uh, my work was slow. I got to watch a full movie today. I watched the movie. We'll talk about that tomorrow with a spouse because she likes to do the entertainment stuff. And hopefully I can get her to watch it so we can review it together. Uh, yeah, this fucking hung out. I got to listen to some uh, my political podcast. I got to watch a lot of Fox News. I watched a little bit of CNN even. I hear their bullshit because I do like to get a little bit of, of what's going on around the world from different perspectives of life. I think that's very important and something that most people should probably start doing. Um, I, I just feel like we're split evenly down the country. And you can look at a lot of different things like polling numbers and stuff like that for Joe Biden, that sack of shit. He's, I, I think he dipped under 50%. I, I want to say he's at like 47 to 49%, somewhere in that frame of people just happy with him. 
And I mean, you got to think of a country of 330 million people. Let's just break that number in half. You got 160 to 165 million that are happy with you, and the rest don't like you. They, they, they hate your guts. They think you're weak. And, and they're right. They know you're unfit for the job. They know you're stupid. They know you're really not running the country. So I really don't want to bash Biden too much, even though the guy is a complete, utter moron. He's been a failure his entire life in politics. Um, he hasn't done a goddamn thing right. Uh, he really he has nothing to hang his hat on. The guy is a complete piece of shit. So when you see him on TV and he's got that squinted eye, the guy is obviously trying to read something that he can barely even decipher the words because if someone writes on nice big block letters on a 4K screen, things that you're supposed to say and you struggled to even read it, there's something wrong with you, man. I mean, the fucking lights are on, but there's no one home. And the thing about Joe Biden's lights, his, his his light isn't like a ballroom light when you walk into like a nicely lit room and it's so, like, you can't even look at the bulb, it's so bright, you gotta look away or have sunglasses on or some shit. This guy's like a fucking dingy light in someone's basement with fucking flies around it and shit. It's, it's like flickering, you have to flick it with your finger to get the damn thing to stay on. That's Joe Biden. That is the frame of mind the guy is in. He is just not there. He's an empty suit. That he's been called an empty suit for, for a while now by far better, smarter people than myself, but I'm just going to steal that one. I think it was uh, Michael Knowles, I think, is the guy who called him an empty suit first, and I was like, you know what, I kind of like that I'm stealing that shit. But yeah, it's, uh, things aren't looking too good right now for us in America, and, and I, you want to know something here about my uh, about my past here as an American. Obviously, I've been an American my whole life. I was born here. But the thing about it is I've never had this kind of pride except for one other time in life. And I want you all to sit there and I want you to think about September 11th and where you were. Not that day because, I mean, I mean, this whole thing's been cliche, talked about for so long. Where were you? Where were you? Then never forget. Never forget. It's the days after. That's what I want you to remember. I want you to remember turning on the TV and I want you to remember just that feeling. It was in the air. You can feel it. It was people coming together against the common enemy. It was just one of those things where it was like you, you felt it in your heart and your soul. You felt it in your fiber, your being, everything about you. You just felt it. Just a sense of pride and togetherness that we've never had before. It didn't matter if you were white, black, Chinese, Asian, Hispanic, whatever the fuck. Um, people just loved the country. And they didn't see that other stuff. It just doesn't matter. They saw another American. Just someone that you can easily say, hey, you're, you're, you're one of me. doesn't matter what you look like, what your sex is, whatever gender you claim. All that bullshit. It was just an American feeling. I felt it then, and I feel it now. And I'm going to tell you what. We all forgot too soon how good it feels to be American. Because when it was happening during 9-11, you couldn't go anywhere without someone just giving you a head nod. You see an American flag shirt, someone would salute it. You're shaking the veteran's hand as you're going to a store. Thanks for your service, that kind of thing. It was just, there was such an appreciation for not just for America, but for each other and what we can do and what we all bring to the table. And just, there was like a brotherhood and sisterhood out there that you just haven't seen since. And then you fast forward, I mean, 20 years is not a long time. We can all remember where we were the other day when, when this all happened. It, it, it feels like it was just yesterday. I was waking up in the Twin Towers and all this shit was going down. And 20 years just goes by in the blink of an eye. 
So it really isn't a giant chunk of time. And we've gone so far down south. We were the freest country, the freest nation. Everyone was on cloud nine. Everyone loved America. Everyone loved each other. And you fast forward 20 years later, and we have exactly half the country, 51, 49%, 51 to 49% or whatever, in favor of one guy over the other guy. And it's like, if you're on this side, you're evil. If you're on that side, you're evil to the other side. You know, they, they just hate each other. No one can see eye to eye. No one sees in the middle. It was never like this before. I remember when people voted for Bush and they were talking about, um, ah, yeah, Bush is an idiot, he's a moron. There wasn't this kind of sentiment. There wasn't this kind of anger and hatred. It was there, but it wasn't like this. For some reason, Trump just got these motherfuckers upside down, backwards, and crazy, man. It's just like they just lost all sense of, of, of just self-control, and now they're just letting it all out. They're just going absolutely balls-to-the-wall crazy with their bullshit agendas and plans. And they tore the country apart. And I'm speaking about the Democrats and the people in charge right now. That's what drove me crazy, and that's what made me feel more American. And I feel more American you know, with the people that are on, I guess you would say, my side of thinking. And I see the other side of, of thinking is just lost. It's just lost souls. Whereas they see the side that I'm on as a bunch of anti-vax, a fucking supremacist, racist bigots, and all this other shit. I'm like, well, how, how, how does any of this correlate to me not liking the guy in office or me not liking mandates or people having to, to do things, turning everything into race and racial discussions and it just, I, I just feel like we completely went back. Like, we, we, we basically erased what happened 20 years ago, the good sentiment that we had. That, I mean, it didn't last long. I mean, we're, we're very fickle as human beings. We have very short memories, and it only lasted a, a, a little bit of time before we all went back to our daily lives. But, I mean, you completely turned what people were decent with each other. I mean, you're never going to eliminate racism or, or hatred. It'll never happen. You'll never get down to zero on, on anything in life. Unless you're meet with friends. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of had to throw that out there myself. Um, you're never going to get down to zero with that stuff. That's the point I'm trying to make here. And the thing is, no matter how hard you try, you can't beat people over the head telling them they're racist and to change their ways and expect them to do it. it. That's not how this works. You don't build any kind of acceptance for everybody by treating one group of people like shit and the other people like you know, can't do no wrong, which is completely the wrong way. And I've always used this analogy is if you have kids, if you have dogs, would you keep one dog in the cage while you fed and pet the other one and just had the other one watch in the cage as you're treating the other one like fucking gold? And then you, you know, you, you pick the baby up, you put her in your little crate and you give her a little kiss goodnight and then you walk right past the other one and treat him like shit. Oh, that dog, you're a bad dog. You're a good dog. You know, it's just... What's going to happen between the two dogs? The one that you're calling the bad dog is going to resent the good dog. And you're going to build hatred where there wasn't any. Same thing with kids. You have, you know, four kids. You treat two gold. The other two get treated like shit. You bring one outside the house all the time. You buy him a toy. You buy him a video game or a candy bar or whatever the fuck these kids do nowadays. And then the other ones are sitting at home. <laughs> then They don't get allowed out. They don't get to have all the treats. And then you're telling them, like, hey, you're a good kid. You're a bad kid. You're going to make the kids hate each other. And that's exactly what I, I feel like the Democrats did. With just races in general, I mean, you're telling everyone to see color. You're basically telling everyone, no, you're a black individual, you're a white individual, and this is why you need to feel bad, or this is why you need to kiss this person's ass, you need to do this, you need to do that. People don't need that. You, no one wants to be lectured by anybody, especially some asshole in a suit who has a lot of money. 
There's something about us Americans that we will always have. At least some of us now, not all of us. And this, I'm going to get into this in a minute too. How disappointed I am with people. We used to we used to hate being told what to do by anybody. Us Americans, we always had this chip on our shoulder. We're so, hey, we're fucking American, man. You can go to another country and be like, hey, you can't fuck with me. I'm an American. And I know it's like an asshole attitude to have. But some people had it. I mean, you were just a part of and proud to be in this country. And, and it, just, it just feels like it's gone. You've got this all replaced by self-hatred and hatred of your people and hatred of the country. And it's, it's crazy. Like, I've never been a part of a world that's just completely insane. It feels like the world that I grew up in. I was born in, in 82. And up until now, <laughs> I felt like, you know, thing, things are pretty good in this country. I mean, life may suck personally sometimes, but that's on me. Decisions I've made in life, whatever. I'm okay with that. I'm, I, I'm okay. I, I'm okay and fine with fessing up. If I made a mistake or if I've done something wrong, you guys know that. But I just feel like this is of, of none of my control. And I know the world's a lot bigger than me, but like I said earlier, is I don't start feeling any kind of way about anything if it doesn't have anything to directly do with me. This I feel like it does. Because the decisions that are being made in office right now are going to affect us for a very long time. And I still hate being told what to do, and this is my disappointment with the other half of the country, is that's eating this shit up with a bowl and a spoon. Put your mask on. You're fired if you don't take this shot. Do this, as we say, but you're going to see me on TV eating a fucking steak dinner that costs $2,500 a plate, the French lunch, whatever the hell uh, Gavin Newsom was doing, or getting my hair done like Nancy Pelosi, or any other number of things, like taking my boat out in Michigan because it's, uh, you guys can't have your boat out, but me, I'm Gretchen Whitmer's husband. Don't you know who I am? I'm going to go out in the boat. And all this other shit. And there's just so many countless things that have been done, like do as I say, not do as I do. Where it makes you wonder what the grand scheme of it all is in the end. But we'll get to that too. Like I said, there's a lot to fucking discuss here, man. And there really is. It's just, it's crazy. And you want to know something? I, I decided to do this one solo because I, I just felt like one of those episodes where your head just explodes and things just come out. And sometimes I need that because the way that I think, it's pretty unique. Um, I'm not trying to say I'm a unique individual. I think we all are in some sense, but... My shit this don't work half the time, man. It's broken. It just keeps on rambling and going. So I just felt like doing it this way just because I felt like it's needed to get done. Like maybe I'm getting something off my chest that I just felt like getting off my chest for a while. And uh, I feel like this is just the, the right time to do it. And I could have had any number of people on the show to discuss this with. I mean, it's I'm not trying to toot my horn or anything, but it's not that hard to for me to reach out to someone and say, hey, want to be on the show? Yeah, sure. It'll drop things just to come on here and just shoot the shit. But I, I didn't want to do that with this. I really didn't. Uh, this is how the show started, and this is how I wanted to do this one. So I uh, hope you guys can follow along. It's really tough unless your brain's fucked up. Hey, why don't you go outside, actually, and take your head and bang it against a brick about ten times, and then come in and listen to this. It'll probably make a lot more sense to you, trust me. Yeah, there's just so many other things, though. I'm just getting back on topic here. Was I'm just disappointed in how so many people just completely forgot who and what they are, what this country stands for, and just how to treat other people. It's like they're taking all their cues from the most dangerous form of fucking television out there, which is the mainstream media. You've got one side, and it's it's completely insane. I did this earlier this week. Um, I basically took my phone, took my iPad, and I had CNN on one and Fox on the other, 
and I'm scrolling down both at the same time, just looking at the, the various topics, and they're both so biased to their side, it's not even funny. There is not one unbiased piece of journalism out there, which is a complete bullshit. These people need to be regulated. You're talking about big tech. There's so many regulations from top down that can make the world a better place that need to happen. I just don't know why no one's thought of this. I mean, seriously. I mean, I'm sure it's been talked about in private circles, and that person probably gets shut down, banished, and killed by the Clintons. It's just you have the most powerful entity right now in the world. It's probably Facebook and Twitter. That's where most people get their news from, but the smallest percentage of people actually go on there and have accounts and use it, which is really weird when you think about it, how that's like the, the biggest news site. And I'm thinking maybe that could be attributed to people just going on there and then spreading their news to their friends that don't go on Twitter. Like, hey, I saw this on, 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 this, on this internet page, and they spread the news, and that's how this shit gets started or whatever. Or maybe people are just sitting there watching Fox News all day, and they get brainwashed by that, and then they think, you know, fucking the Democrats are all evil, which most of them are. Uh, and then you go on, you know, uh, CNN or whatever, MSNBC, and you're watching that, and you're thinking everyone who watches Fox News is a Trump-supporting Nazi, which is definitely not true. I mean, of course you got some out there. I mean, you, you got Nazis that are probably watching Peppa fucking Pig right now. You, you just you just don't know. You don't know what they do in their spare time. Um, they might they might even go bowling on Friday nights. Who fucking knows what these people do, man? I, I, if everyone lives their lives. I don't give a shit. But. <clears throat> When it comes to something like this, it really does bother me, though, because it does affect me personally. Because when you go to a store and you got some asshole telling you to put your mask on, otherwise you can't come in, that does affect me. It affects you. It affects everybody around you. Luckily, we live in a sane state for now. And just a complete little sideswipe here. Um, they had a meeting in the school board, and they did not pass a mask mandate. So I don't know how often they do these meetings here, if it's quarterly or yearly, hopefully yearly, or half a year. Or hopefully they're not weekly, because I, I, I just have a feeling that we're all going to go right back to where we started with this whole fucking thing. We're all going to be wearing masks again, and I don't know how round two is going to look this time around. The thing that surprised me the most is that you got these other countries, like France. Um, France was the biggest one. Holy shit. They had protests. With like, fucking, these people, they had an overhead shot of the protesters, and there were so many different colors not people, I'm talking about like clothes. That it, it just it just looked like a goddamn painting. Because it was it was like a nice high overhead shot. You see all these little colors, and each individual color was a person. And there was like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people there protesting at their like Capitol building, the, the, the mandates. And I'm like, you know what, good. We need that here. And it didn't happen for the longest time. It just didn't happen. And you're wondering, like, where's that American fighting spirit? It's like we all gave up. We're all defeated. And it's crazy because the job that I work, we take calls for, you know, the, the pharmacy. And the pharmacy, they, people, they go there to get their shots and they make appointments and things like that. And they, they call for COVID results. And there has been a huge amount of calls for people asking for the Johnson & Johnson, the one-shot vaccine, because they're just want, they just want the one and done. They don't even want that shot. They just want it because it's one. If they can get zero and live their life, they would get zero and live their life. And these people are willingly just getting this fucking thing. And they have no idea the damage it's going to cause to their bodies because not even the FDA knows. Apparently, there's some controversy going on about them mandating, or not mandating, but uh, giving full approval. And what they're saying is it's not even full approval. I've uh, got my little clip started here a little bit ahead of time here. I'm going to get into that in just a second. Yeah, this is the most professional uh, outing of all time. But still, it, it's just, it's fucking, it's not about the, con it's, it's about the words being said, God damn it, Not the quality. Yeah, uh... 
What the fuck? What the fuck was I saying, God? What the fuck was I saying? You know what? Any other person would stop it, rewind it, and get back to it, and just and just make this thing sound smooth. But you know what? I've heard some overly produced shows that absolutely fucking suck. And I would rather listen to someone just talk shit and then hear someone playing music. Because if I want to listen to music, I'd fucking play a goddamn record. I'd rather be showing my goddamn age on my birthday a record. But anyway, yeah, so <clears throat> these people are just giving it up now. They're just going out there to get in that shot, and it's like they don't even want it. And it, it's insane because I did find some very interesting numbers about COVID. And it's insane to think how you can have, and this is what I was going back to about the mainstream media is like, you've got this news out there that gets reported and you never see both sides of the story. You only see one side of the story, which is crazy because you've got these people going out there saying, oh, the vaccine's safe, the vaccine's safe. You won't get COVID. And they've said this before. You won't get COVID if you get the vaccine. Joe Biden fucking went out there and said it. You won't get COVID if you get the vaccine. So people get the vaccine, they get sick. And all of a sudden, this new Delta variant comes out. So now you got the people going out there saying that maybe the, the variant's caused by the vaccine. And I know there was something out there floating around saying that, you know, vaccines do cause variants. But the variants are always weaker versions of the alpha, which would be, the, you know, COVID-19, which, which was the alpha. And, you know, as this thing spins off, it gets weaker and weaker. It's kind of like uh, Spider-Man when you look at the symbiotes. And when Venom loses, like, a little piece of himself, he gets weaker when Samson uh, from uh, The Incredible Hulk gets his hair cut. He, he gets weaker. His strength comes from his long green hair. It's kind of like a little piece of chip off of this COVID-19 and it just gets weaker and weaker and eventually it becomes, becomes endemic. Kind of like any other sickness where it's like, okay, oh, I got COVID. Big fucking deal. That's how it'll be in a couple of years. That's how it should be now. For some reason, they took it to this extreme level where they, they fucking deleted every other sickness out there. The only thing you die of is COVID doesn't make any sense. The fucking flu vanished and disappeared. I think the CDC was reporting like less than 10 cases or some shit at one point of the flu last year. What the fuck happened? And then you got people saying, oh, well, the reason why the flu um, is gone is because we're all masking and social distancing, staying in our homes. Okay, I'll give you that. So why is COVID you know, just rampaging through the world? Uh, 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 and, and that's the answer you get. Oh, because, um, you know, we're not matching enough. No, if we're not social. And then they hear the error of their ways and they're like, I don't fucking know. But that's the thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm just throwing out my observations. This is the stuff that I see. This is the stuff that pisses me off. And it's not even, and I don't even know what I'm most mad about. Am I most mad at the government? Are people for following along with this shit? There's way more of us than them. We have the power. They might have the title, but we have the power. We're fucking people, and there's a lot of us. If we organize, we'd be dangerous, man. My, my friend Shannon Joy up in New York, she hosts a very good radio show. Uh, we were talking the other day on Twitter, and she has this thing where she like had a bunch of people come out there in Rochester, and she organizes these, these like people just showing up to these events and, and they're staging protests, and lots and lots of people. I've been showing up to these thousands of healthcare workers, first responders that don't want the shot. And you know what? I'm thinking to myself, maybe I should be doing something like that. So I am going to be looking into some avenues. I've already got a couple ideas brewing because I'm telling you what, this, this, uh, it's been a pretty, pretty decent couple of months for me getting back to my old ways of just <laughs> having insomnia, which sucks. But I've been 
staying up at night, just just, just looking, just try, trying to figure out a way, man. Because just sitting here in front of a microphone just talking shit isn't going to solve any problems. And even if I can convince one or two people to just stop and listen, stand up for yourself, don't get trampled over. It'll be worth it to me. So, I mean, I've got I've got a few ideas. I've got a few things in, in, in the works here that I'm going to start doing. My, my my weekends are completely 100% free now, which is great. So I'll be able to do some leg work on the weekends. I get out early on the weekdays. I might be able to do some stuff then. Just anything to get out there. Just fucking do something, man. I mean, even if it's just a small thing. If I stand in front of a goddamn... I mean, I, I got really nothing to protest here in South, South Carolina. That's part of the problem, too. South Carolina is a really cool, chill state. we got a great... Great governor, uh, McMaster, right now. He's uh, really pushing back against the mandates. And this is my problem with it all. My biggest problem is the fact that there's no choice. And the fact that they turn people against each other. There is, there's absolutely no choice. If, if the Democrats had their way, we'd be wearing masks to bed. In our little one-bedroom apartments by ourselves. We'd, we'd be wearing a mask on our bed and jerking off the condom on. Seriously, that's exactly what they what they want. They don't care about you. They want you to do what the fuck you're told. If I had to give, with a gun to my head, my honest opinion what the end game is here, which I honestly don't know, but if, if someone said, hey, nerd, what do you think the end game is? I would say, they don't give a fuck about you. I don't think they're trying to cure COVID. I, I, I know that these people aren't stupid because they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're where they are for a reason. I mean, they, they're dumb, but they stumbled into you know, these fucking powerful roles. I, I just don't think that these powerful idiots think that zero COVID is a realistic goal. I, I just don't think so. So then that is where my mind gets stuck. So what is the goal? If I had all the power in the world like these dumb fucks do, what would I do with it? And I always call myself a horrible person, which I am. But I do care about people. Um, as long as I don't got to touch them or anything, they got to touch me, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with them. I, I, I would definitely do more than what these people are doing. I would give people freedom and choice. And I would say, hey, listen, if you guys feel comfortable wearing a mask, please wear a mask. If you don't, then don't. But, I mean, your, your mask is going to protect you. And I feel like the marketing of this, just getting off you know, track here a little bit like I always do, I feel like the marketing of this was designed to fucking piss people off. And it's all about separation. It's all about separation. Think about it this way. Everything's about color. Okay, so right there, you separate people. Boom, that's one way to separate. Not everyone's the same skin tone, obviously. All right, so let's separate them that way. And now let's, uh, let's uh, stoke the flames a little bit. Let's tell black people that white people are fucking deadly and evil creatures. And these are white people saying this, by the way. These are like all the whites on the fucking Democrat side saying this shit. Plus, you know, you got the squad. You got AOC's little cute self. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, that fucking bitch. Uh, Corey, whatever the fuck her name is. And there's a mother slut from that group. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to offend sluts out there. I'm sorry. Uh, but still, you, you, got a, you got a bunch of idiots, radical leftists, basically, telling you that color and race matters. Which is the funniest thing when you got Chuck Schumer, the whitest white guy of all white guys, going out there telling you that white men are evil. And he was a guy who was accused of pedophilia a long time ago. Yeah, we don't, you know, we uh, didn't forget about that good old Chucky. Cuomo, I fucking called that to a T, how that son of a bitch was going to be out of office and get eaten by his own. It happened about a month later than I thought it was going to happen. I thought Fauci was going to be eaten alive by now, but you, you can tell that piece of shit sitting on the hot seat. Because after they got rid of Cuomo... He's right around the corner, man. Fauci won't be long for this world very soon. 
if the Democrats don't don't eat him alive and kick him out, age hopefully gets his ass. I mean, the motherfucker's 80 years old. Seriously, man. I mean, how much longer can this guy live destroying other people's lives? It's kind of it's, it reminds me of the whole the good die young thing. The good the good do die young. You had Elvis Presley, great singer, one of my favorite artists of all time. Died pretty young. I mean, he did it to himself. But he was a good guy. He didn't bother anybody, really. He's made, he's made good music and stole a lot of dance moves from people. And you got this piece of shit Fauci, an 80-year-old fucking scumbag, just ruining the country, doing whatever the fuck people say to get people to follow along with these goddamn arbitrary bullshit rules that just make no sense. The guy lies and flip-flops every five seconds. I got a clip that I'm going to play you soon. This son of a bitch, is just, he just ruins the world the day that he closes his eyes for the last second. I keep thinking the world's going to get better. But you know what? There's going to be another dickhead in a suit right behind him, ready and willing to take his place. I was celebrating Cuomo being ousted for about five minutes. And then I realized this uh, Kathy chick, or whatever the hell her name is, is right behind him, and she's just as radical and just as much of a piece of shit as him. And she's going to do nothing different. It might even get worse. It's one of those things where, you know, you, you have a boss at work, your boss gets fired, and you're like, I hated that son of a bitch. And then the person behind him is an asshole, and you're like, man, that guy before wasn't so bad. That's kind of what's going to happen with Cuomo. It's funny now because a lot of Trump voters are saying that. <laughs> or, 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 or Trump voters, a lot of Trump haters are saying that. I've seen a lot of buyer's remorse tweets on Twitter, man. And I'm going to be honest with you, as this show explodes, and uh, Show, the show's been doing very well, and I want to take a quick time out to thank everyone out there who's been listening, sharing the show, and liking it. I mean, our numbers have tripled. It's been fucking crazy. I, I mean, the more more than that, Jesus Christ, everything's just been really good. It's been moving really fast, and um, and I felt like I owed it to start doing more social media stuff because we keep our, our Discord channel pretty closed because we we've actually made friends with the people in there, and I've seen how other channels go, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want that. Just a bunch of people yelling at each other, and there's a lot of shit going on. I, I feel like the, the more people you have in a confined space of people you want to associate with ruins those relationships. I like the close-knit relationship that we have. And I'm not even going to call them fans or listeners. Or our friends. Those are our friends. I mean, they're not people that we can obviously see every other day, even though we did hang out and had dinner with uh, the great Sherry um, when, when she came to visit with her lovely husband. Uh, these people, if they ever came down here, we would definitely hang out with them. But it's not like, you know, like like, like a friend where you can like. I, I, I'm speaking for myself here, obviously. Where like I, I can go like next door and have a beer with like you know someone or whatever. But I, I did feel like the the ones where you can keep people at more of like an arm's length distance because the discords for like our, our good friends, like our people that we care about. You know that that's what we have that. And then I got like the Twitter where it's like I, I can just bullshit with people and then kind of build and network through that and Instagram. So I, I've been a lot more vocal on those before I would go weeks without posting anything. Even like, a, hey, look, we did the show and just rely on that. But once I started posting things, I fucking shit's exploding again. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I like it. So I want to say thank you for that, everybody. And, and of course, for the well wishes for the birthday, especially for my good friend at the top of the show, my my true Biff, Ava Devine. She, uh wanted to send a little nice something something for the show and I appreciate it for that so thank you for that and uh, yeah back yeah back to me just ranting I'm, I hate being sappy I don't think you guys like me being sappy too much but yeah little dickhead Fauci let's get back to him so yeah this little bureaucrat fucking scumbag Fauci and I'm not going to mince words with this son of a bitch he's the kind of guy that like I, I don't know how the fuck he wakes up in the morning and looks in the mirror 
I, I couldn't sleep at night knowing that I was ruining the lives of millions of people and hiding the truth. Because you know this guy's lying. He lies. Every time his lips are moving, the guy's fucking telling a lie. I think he's one of those people that lies so much he believes in his lies. And that becomes his own truth. And that's a thing. I've known people like that in my life. I had a buddy who thought he was a fucking Power Ranger growing up. It was like fifth or sixth grade. I don't know why the fuck you watch that show. I've always, I've always hated it. That's, that's one thing I've been consistent my whole life. I was a kid when it came out, like '92, I want to say '90, at least over here. I know it was big in Japan for like the '60s or something. I don't even know. But yeah, he, he he thought he was one of them, and he was like fucking mentally deranged, even more so than I am. And this guy, I remember, like he he used to have like little plastic toys, a little uh, little thing where they would hold it out and say the name of the the, the, the dragon or whatever the fuck the dinosaur they were supposed to be representing. And he had like a little plastic toy, and I remember going to the bathroom in sixth, seventh grade, and I and I heard like, oh, hey, 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 like fucking, I go in the bathroom, like what the fuck? This guy's like throwing kicks at the wall and shit, and then he pulls this little plastic fucking thing in his hand and he yells like a dinosaur name. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Never seen someone turn so white so fast, and he was already white. This guy, he's like lost his fucking mind. But holy shit, I'm rambling. Okay, god damn it. I'm about to call my wife in here for the second part of this and just have her just keep me on focus. Just have her give me the wrap it up symbol like I'm the fucking Oscars playing the music in the background when the speech goes too long, that kind of fucking thing. But yeah, the, I, I just hate that son of a bitch, Fauci. Fucking go from catch, catching some dude in the bathroom throwing karate kicks in, at the air to how much I hate Fauci. Yeah, that's what this fucking show is, man. Just craziness. Yeah, I, I just... I, I can't stand the guy, man. He's just a fucking sinister piece of shit. And just imagine that, though. Just imagine going to bed at night. And sleeping like a fucking baby. Knowing that everything you say is a lie. That's why I wonder if he told so many lies that he doesn't know what the truth is anymore and just rolls with it. The guy was put on such a fucking platform and pedestal that he had the nerve to go out there and basically say, I am science. That is some ballsy shit to say. He didn't come out and directly say, I am science. But he said in his quote, he goes, disagreeing with me is disagreeing with science. If you don't like me, you're not, you're, you're not a believer in science, which is kind of like saying, I am science. I am your Lord and Savior. It's about the science, the science. The science. I hate a couple of words more than any other word right now. My top three most hated words are probably jab is number one. Um, science is number two. And if I had to come up with number three, huh, that's a tough one. It, it really is. Um, together. Together is a word I fucking hate because it lost its meaning. We're all in this together, these assholes say. And this is something that I, I just, I never understood why more people don't see through the nonsense of the shit that they're saying. Because what do you say to somebody? Hey, we're all in this together. I think of like Tom Brady in the huddle, down by like a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Hey, man, I know we're tired. We're beat up. It's the fourth quarter. It's 20 seconds on the clock. We're in this together, man. We got to fucking score this touchdown and do it together. Okay. Okay. I get that. But if you're telling me with all these weird mixed messaging things, okay, let's just do a quick timeline here. And I don't have any fucking notes, okay? I didn't feel like taking any notes today. I'm just not doing it. Kathy Holchel was her name, too. She was sworn in today, by the way. That stupid bitch is going to be the next Cuomo, but worse, probably. So, what do you say to people, just at the beginning, that, hey, everything's cool. 
the coronavirus is over there in China. It's here now, but it's okay. Don't stop your lives. Keep on going out. Keep on doing shit. Come out and hang out with us in the Chinese festival. Go out and uh, don't don't you get a mask. Don't be stupid, man. Masks don't do anything. That's the words of Fauci himself and Nancy Pelosi and all these other idiots that are telling you that you can't do anything anymore. It's a shame because not even a month later, we're locked down. Everyone has to wear a mask. You can't even leave your house. Don't worry. We'll take care of you. In the beginning, I was down with it for the first two weeks. I was like, cool. I, I just started a new job. I, I got out of training. I, I just learned how to do things. And all of a sudden, I'm getting a two-week vacation. I'm like, cool. I am okay with this. I know what I'm doing. I'm comfortable. We're celebrating at first. I was with the wife. and Well, I still am with the wife. But I mean, like, I was just hanging out with her that night. And I'm like, you know what? This is not that bad. It's overreaction. Two weeks. Let them figure this out. Go back to work. Everything will be fine. Two weeks turns to a month, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can do this for a month. I mean, the first couple weeks were fine. Just boozing up, you're having a good time. And then all of a sudden, it's like you kind of figure out what's going on. And the first people to find out are the big companies. So the company that I worked for was an offshoot of T-Mobile, where they sold T-Mobile uh, phones and stuff. It looked like a T-Mobile store. It's like an authorized retailer. Got a, a text message like, hey, you guys are going to be on furlough April 1st. So I'm like, okay. Uh, what, what's a furlough? I, I never heard of it. I mean, I was never furloughed or fired from a job or anything like that. I, I had no idea. So when that went down, I uh, was like, all right, there's, there's, there's something weird going on here. And they were like, yeah, just file for unemployment. I'm like, why? It's only supposed to be two weeks and now a month. Why are we doing this? And then sure enough, the next night on the news, they're saying this is going to be a while longer. Just bear with us, bear with us. And before you know it, it's like days turn into weeks and weeks turn into months. And then you're collecting unemployment. And you're like, what the fuck? Why am I getting so much money to sit home? Like, What's taking care of everything out there? If everything's shut down, what's taking care? Where's this all coming from? You're basically borrowing from yourself. So so basically, like the way that I see it, and, and I'm not the smartest person with, with money watch and all this other stuff, is I don't know if you guys ever uh, been broke like me before where you uh, – Overdraft a bank account, right? Where you have like a dollar in your account, you buy something that costs a dollar and one cent. They hit you with a thirty-five dollar fee, but your card doesn't stop you from spending. Sometimes, sometimes you can just keep going and going and going if you're an irresponsible asshole. I've never done this, but I'm just saying, like, I I know because my first uh, responsibility with the company that I work for now is working for the bank, so I, I know how this works. And people are sitting there swiping their card, buying shit, and boom, boom, boom. And they're getting hit for the price of the item that they purchased plus a $35 transaction fee. Because it was Bank of America. It was like 35 bucks or some shit like that for the overdraft fee. So you're seeing accounts with like $1,000 in it go down to like minus $110, minus $245, minus $330. And I'm like, what are you doing? They're swiping their card with nothing on it. That's the way I feel like they were doing. And I saw this. And I'm like, what the where's this money coming from? And I felt like the United States was just swiping their debit card and just coming up empty. Oh, we'll take care of it later. But before you know it, you're spending all this money and you got this fucking bank account in the red. How are you going to come up with the money to pay these overdraft fees, all this other shit? That's kind of how I you know, equate in my idiotic way of what's going on with the country and how much money we're spending on absolutely nothing. And these idiots ballooned the national debt up just by giving checks for people to stay home. And then all these other numbers were coming out that they, that they weren't allowing you to see on like CNN and, and even Fox News in the beginning. Like nobody knew. But once the numbers started trickling in, they were known for a couple of months into this whole thing that, hey, this virus isn't really that deadly. And it kind of contradicts everything, too, because it's it's crazy when you think about it, how in New York City, and, and I had a really good guy on the show, um, Dr. Alex Arroyo, really good guy, had a great, I would love to speak with him again, sweetheart of a man, 
very nice guy. I, I, I only talked to him that one time. I haven't talked to him since we recorded that episode, which is sad because um, the one Facebook account we had got locked, and the other one I just deleted because I was just done with everything. This was like the beginning of my little depression last year. But the first one was actually like just shut down for no reason. It was because I used the, the show's name, not my own. And they were like, send in your ID to get it replaced. I'm like, all right. I sent them my ID. Never got anything back. So it's still, to this day, just locked. But anyway, I, I, I digress. Really good guy. Love, loved him. Love having him on again. He was one of my favorite people to talk to, man. We just, I don't even know what the fuck we talk with. It's bullshit. But he was telling me how, and, 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 I, and I do appreciate his, his perspective and point of view. Um, he was saying how there was like bodies and shit stacked up. And, and the guy's a doctor. So I'm, of course I'm going to take his word for it. So I'm like, holy shit. But then again, you've got this, these people on the news saying like, okay, well, the death rate is only uh, like, you know, like point zero zero three percent or some shit at times, like ninety nine point fucking seven percent survival rate. So I'm like, someone's lying here. Either the doctor's lying or someone else lying. People on this side are lying. People on that side are lying. And it's like, well, who who do you believe? So I understand why some people went down a path of finding which which news they believed in and just sticking with that because if if you follow both, it gets confusing. Unless you can handle, you know, uh, opposing viewpoints and just try to merge your own viewpoint from the two sides that you listen to, which is what I do. I, I, I listen to more Fox, obviously. I'm probably more 80% Fox, 20% CNN. But then when I listen to, like, podcasts and views, I'm about 60-40 in favor of, like, Republicans versus Democrats. Because I, I do like the Democrat pundits I listen to. I feel like they got good heads on their shoulders and they're not fucking way too biased and partisan or whatever. So... When I had the doctor come on the show, he's telling me this, and, and, and the guy's a sweetheart of a guy, and I'm not going to call him a liar, would never do that. I, I hear his experience, which I 100% believe. And then I see this on the news where it's got such a high survival rate. I'm like, well, where do we meet in the middle? What's going on here? And I guess my follow-up question to him should have been, what were the ages of these people? What were their comorbidities, and what size were they? But I think when I had him on, this was the beginning of it all, and not a lot of information was out there. So I don't blame I can't blame myself for that. I can't blame him or anyone else because the information just wasn't out there yet. Now we have a lot more, which is something that boggles the mind because since then we have come to a place where we know where this came from. We know that overweight people, uh, people with comorbidities, people that have uh, respiratory problems, people that have heart issues and things like that, people that need to be protected should have been protected from the start. It's very hard to play Monday morning quarterback because obviously we all have the right answers when we have hindsight as our friend. So I'm not going to pretend like I know how we should have handled this in the beginning, but I know how we should have handled it once we found out the news. We should have kept old people, you know, uh, anybody with comorbidities, anyone with overweight uh, problems or whatever, and just say, hey, listen, we need to, and this is what I would do, if, just getting back to what I would do if I was in charge right now, I would say, listen, we need a national campaign. Hell, I, I would even call Michelle Obama, because she was great at this, by the way. If just awareness of health. She was the one behind the whole health initiative where she would tell people, hey, listen, you got to get out there. You got to work out. You got to eat healthy. You got to do this. You got to do more nutrition in the schools. I was 100% down with everything she said. I'm a healthy guy. Uh, I, I, I've been doing the keto diet for a while. I've, I've been, I lost a ton of weight. I, I don't eat garbage. I don't eat sugar. I don't eat carbs. The only thing I do is I drink seltzers occasionally and, and I get high off edibles, which I'm not tonight. But my whole thing is just... She had a great idea, and I feel like they should have championed around that and stuff like that instead of what they're doing now is, hey, you're fat. Don't lose weight. Just get a shot, and you're good, man. And they lied about it because the shot's still killing people. And I'm not saying the shot's responsible for it, but people are still dying with it. So my whole thing is this. If I'm a healthy human being who we have 
known by the logic and the news that's been dictated and put out there that if you are a person who is in good shape, sound mind, and make good decisions with your life, you got plenty of vitamins, you go out there, you jog every day, whatever the hell you're doing, the choice should be yours. Why does that person have to take a shot to help someone else out? And, it just, and this is where the messaging stuff comes back because I'm fucking perplexed here. I just don't get it. So my mask protects you. Your mask protects me. Your shot protects me and my shot protects you. None of it makes any sense. Because if I'm wearing a mask to protect somebody, I can think of a hundred other ways to protect people than wearing a mask uh, that has been proven not to work. I mean, if, if you buy a box of masks right now and you look at the warnings, the little warnings on the side of the box, it will tell you. This thing will not protect you. It basically says this is not going to stop COVID-19, the spread. It's, it's just it's a fucking placebo. That's all it is. So it, it just it just makes you wonder, like, why the fuck are people complying with this when it says flat out on the box? I'm surprised they didn't sue the companies or the government, make them change their wording on the boxes just to keep on their whole facade. But that whole thing just doesn't make sense to me because if I'm vaccinated against everything. I've gotten all my vaccine shots. As, as, as a child and as an adult, I've, I've got everything. I got the full protection. So if I didn't get a tetanus booster shot or whatever the fuck you want to call it, how is that shot going to protect someone else? That's that's for me. Every shot I got to protect me, not anybody else. I mean, I, I just don't understand how this one's different. If I take a COVID shot, that's for my protection. That's for my peace of mind. It's so I don't get sick and go to the hospital. So why does that person have to get it? If my wife and I were were completely different and she was like, you know what, nerd, I'm going to get the COVID shot. I'd say, all right, I'll drop you off. <laughs> I'll drop you off and pick you up when it's over. I wouldn't hold any contempt towards her. I wouldn't feel any type of way. If she wants to do it, she can do it. Um, when it comes to the kids, that's where we have to have a conversation on that, uh, obviously, because we're both parents and we would have that conversation. But I know I'm never going to get it. And, and that would be my personal decision. I'm not persuading anyone out there to get it or not get it. I'm just saying, like, I, I just don't understand it, how people aren't allowed to ask questions about it and what is hidden, what's being hidden by all this. And I go back to the question, what is the goal? What is the goal? It's not zero COVID. They're, we've already established we're not that stupid. They are not ever going to get rid of COVID. They know it's going to be here forever. So what is the goal? Is it total control? Is it complete compliance forever? Is it total power? Is it just to pass all these trillions of dollars underneath the guise of the American people? I just, I, I've never heard a person say, man, these roads suck. I wish the government would just take more money from me to pay for it. I've, I've never heard that before. They're making decisions based off of what they think people want. Infrastructure, infrastructure. I've heard that fucking word for the past, I don't even know how many presidents, probably since the day I've, I've, I was born, every president's talked about infrastructure. No one's ever done a goddamn thing about it. This money that's being floated about, I don't think it would actually be used for infrastructure. I, I, I honestly don't. I, I think they would just have it sitting there in these like treasure chests, just like all that COVID relief money that they're telling people, eh, just, do, just do what you want with it, basically. All these, all these states, oh, just, oh, just do what you want. Just buy school books. Here in South Carolina, they bought a bunch of, uh, of tablets for the kids, which I think was great. They got all brand new computers. They took the, the COVID money for that. But the money just didn't go where it was supposed to go. So why why, why was it even thrown out there? You know what I mean? It's just, I, I feel like if you're going to help American people, the best way to, to, to help someone that you love, supposedly, or someone you're supposed to care for, is to give them tough love once in a while. I think, and, and it sounds like I'm running a fucking campaign speech here, 
But if, if I was a guy, you, you, you've got to rip off that Band-Aid, man. You've got to rip off all the freaking support. You've you got to rip it all off, man. The extra food stamp benefits they're given, which is great for people that need it. The unemployment benefits are still kicking around in some states, and I know some states are using the unemployment money to, to subsidize people that are on unemployment. But you're not helping them, man. You're not helping them. You're, you're building horrible habits. You know, you really are. You're, you're not... I mean, if if you're a parent and you go into a toy store with your kid and let them buy every single thing they want, you're not you're not raising a good kid. You're raising a fucking brat, you know. And I feel like that's what we're raising in this country—a bunch of entitled brats. Because you're giving them a ton of money to do nothing, and nobody wants to sit at home and do nothing. At, at the heart of it, I mean, we're human beings. We need purpose. We need to work. We need things to do in our lives. If I didn't have a purpose, I would just be laid up in bed all day. What kind of life is that? You know what I mean? Just, just, just waiting for this money that's eventually going to run out. These people that are just collecting all this money, they have no idea that this isn't forever. I mean, eventually you're going to have to do something. And if you sit on your ass for a year and a half to two years, and eventually, you know, that's what's going to happen. We're, we're going to get new, uh, new people in an office because that red wave is coming in 2022. If things keep going the way they're going now, which it looks like it's going, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to see a whole new regime. It'll, it'll be the same old scumbags, but at least you won't have this fucking power-hungry, money-spending bullshit. They're going to make people go back to work. If you're sitting there and you got one to two years of, of no work history and you're trying to apply for a job, you won't have it, man. They're going to be like, well, so what'd you do? I sat on my ass to collect on unemployment. Well, why didn't you get another job? I mean, that that's what I would ask if I was an employer. I mean, I've been a manager of people. I've interviewed people for jobs, and that would be my number one question right now. If I was still in that position, I'd say... So why didn't you go look for a job? You just sat home and let the government take care of you? Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put your application on file. Yeah, we, yeah we'll, we'll get back with you. I want someone with a fucking worth ethic, not someone that's going to sit around and do shit all day long. It's just, sorry if I'm bashing anybody, but yeah, you deserve it at that point. If you're sitting around just waiting to collect money, you probably deserve it a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm not going to hold your hand in life. I mean, that's that, that that's what the Democrat Party's for, to hold your hand. I'm trying to help people get better. If you're one of those people who's just sitting around all day long listening to podcasts, not doing anything with your life. I mean, maybe you need that kick in the nuts. That's why I'm here. I'm your big brother. I'm your father if, if you're young enough. Uh, I'm your big brother. I'm just trying to I mean, I'm trying to guide you and give you a little bit of what I can in life. I mean, I feel, feel a lot wiser. Even I'm a lot older, I feel a lot wiser too. When it comes to certain things in life, I can give some life experience. So if I can help you out by calling you a piece of shit to get off your ass and get a job because these things aren't going to be around forever. Now's the best time to get a job, by the way. We, we were out and about, and there was a sign on the dollar fucking dollar general that we went to the other day. It had their hourly rates posted. It was like 14 for one position, 12 for another, and like 10 for it was a cashier. And I'm like, you know what? Dollar general used to pay like seven fifty an hour. You know, because I, I used to always check the job boards, even when I was, you know, working at, at, at my old company where I made a, like, a lot of money. I used to always look just to see what's out there. I, I look every day. And, um, yeah, there's just jobs that are like, oh, $250 sign-on bonus after 30 days, $1,000 bonus after 60 days. These companies are giving away money to get people in there. And once those jobs are filled, they won't be around, man, because once the, once the country finally stabilizes and people are back to where they need to be and the money is finally stabilized and everything's back to normal, which who knows when that's going to be. These companies aren't going to be so desperate. They're going to have the help. They're going to start firing people, and they're going to see a massive unemployment spike again. That's what's happening because it's it, it just it, it's unsustainable the way we're going right now. It really is. And this fucking asshole Biden was on TV touting the infrastructure bill. 
as stranded Americans are fearing for their fucking lives over there. Can you imagine the hell these people are going through in Afghanistan? I just want to switch it over to there real quick. I know I'm all over the fucking place, but that's what I do, man. So in Afghanistan, I mean, everyone else was going on over there. And I, and I don't really care about the Afghanistan thing. I, I do, but it's just like, there's so much right now. There's so many battles to fight. You have to choose which one you want to fight the most. And the one that I'm fighting personally is, is the one here in our homeland, the one against the government, against COVID-19 restrictions and mandates and shit. I just feel like they're all unnecessary for something that is as non-lethal as this, when it's easily preventable by saying, go to the gym, take your vitamin D, uh, maybe, maybe watch what you eat. That's the best protection against any sickness. I don't give a fuck who you are. What's the first thing your doctor tells you when you go in and you're like, hey, doc, I got this pain in my chest. Hey, uh, why don't you switch up what you eat and change your diet? Hey, doc, I got this problem. Hey, why don't you, why don't you uh, change your diet up a little bit? Hey, doc, I, I, uh, you know, there's something going on with my bladder or something going on with my fucking chest, my liver. Hey, what are you eating and drinking? Why don't you change your diet? They will all, the point is, they'll always fucking tell you that. But not with this. Not with this. No, just get the fucking shot. Just get the fucking shot, you insignificant fucking net. You little piece of shit sheep. Go get the shot. Let's mandate vaccines for everybody but the White House. Yeah, that's true. The White House. All White House employees... They did mandate for federal employees, but not the White House. If you work in the White House or if you're in that little inner circle, mandates are not, or vaccines are not mandated. I wonder why that is. Do they know something that we don't? Makes you fucking wonder. Huh. But no one's questioning it. That's what I'm here for. Just to, just to question this kind of stuff. Makes you, it, it just makes you wonder, man. And, it, and that's where the whole messaging thing goes. Ugh. It's, it's, it's so infuriating because there's so many different things to unpack. I could talk about this shit for hours, you know, and it's just, you basically tell people, your thing protects me, mine protects you, blah, 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 blah. None of that's true. So just just to get back to that one point that I never finished, because I, I, I just have so many half-open sentences. It's like walk around the house, there's a bunch of open cans of soda. One sip out of each one, they're just opened. That, that's the way my, my thoughts and my sentences go. Just a bunch of unopened thoughts. They're never, never, never finished. Like, well, get back to what you were saying, dude. So, yeah. The whole thing with it is um, you, you, you tell me that my thing protects me. Or you. And your thing protects me. It's so fucking confusing right now. You tell people that color matters. Race matters. Sexuality matters. Uh, the person you voted for matters. The color of your hat matters. Now it's... Added to that is uh, this person's wearing a mask and this person's not wearing a mask. Oh, okay, let's let's just start the beef there. And they sit back and they watch on the news as all these minions, these unpaid government fucking agency assholes, a.k.a. the local Karen at the supermarket who's, who's attacking someone for not wearing a mask at the fucking Kroger's. You're, you're doing the bidding of this fucking little piece of fucking shit, uh, Joe Biden and Fauci. And they're sitting back laughing. As all this this hatred and anger is flowing to the country. When, in all reality, all they had to do was go out there and say, Hey, listen, this vaccine will protect you from getting seriously injured, uh, seriously sick, ill, will keep you out of the ICU. You'll still get COVID, but the symptoms will not be as severe because your body will already be pre-protected on how to fight it, or just pre-trained on how to fight it, rather, right? Okay. All right, cool. And then you back the fuck off. You might have a commercial every now and then that says, hey, vaccines for COVID-19 are available at your local pharmacy. Please check with your doctor before getting one. Boom. Done. Okay. No celebrities hired. No fucking stupid TikTok assholes with fingernails and shit on there. None of this other dumb shit. Some Olivia Rodrigo who I never fucking heard of until they pulled her out of the goddamn uh, Disney movie she came from, wherever the fuck she's from. 
I just feel like when you do all that stuff, you got NFL teams out there, and you're told you can't do this if you if you if you got this thing and free. Oh, it's free! It's free! It's free! It's free! It's free! Oh, whoa! Oh, we'll pay! Oh, a million dollar fucking uh, vaccination lottery! It's like what? Slow down here! Slow down! Slow down, champ! You're throwing too much at me at once, you know. All these flashing lights—they're gonna give me goddamn epileptic seizures with all this shit you're throwing at me. It's crazy. It's like, who the fuck is our is our president? Is it Joe Biden or is it Bob Barker with all these goddamn giveaways and game shows and shit these guys are doing? It was insane. It was desperate. I felt almost as if they were gonna go door to door and say, "What will it take for you to get the shot?" Like like begging with tears in their eyes, you know, and like a checkbook in their hands. It's like, why are you so desperate? The obviously the end game is not zero COVID. If you really cared about people and wanted the world to get back to the way it was before, you tell them honestly, this thing will keep you out of the ICU. Get the shot or not. It's up to you. Don't come crying to me if you if you get sick with COVID and you die because you don't get the shot. And then back off. And then back the fuck off and let people make the decision. That's it. It's on you now. We got the vaccines. It's on you. You get it if you don't. The president, go out there and say, hey, I got mine. I'm good. You get yours, you're good. If you don't, that's on you. We're reopening the country. We're getting back to work. That's all you had to do. If you feel comfortable wearing a mask, go ahead and wear your mask. If you don't want to get a shot, don't get a shot. Whatever. The choice is yours. That's what I'm trying to get at here. You make the choice, the individuals. No one likes being told what to fucking do. Less than me. I hate it. It got me in a lot of trouble over the years. I don't put up with shit. Um, I would just have been more receptive, personally. I probably still wouldn't have gotten a shot. But at least I would have thought about it if it was put out there and there wasn't this like peer pressure shit because I don't respond to that well either. When I was a kid, I used to hate it. Um, we, we used to hang out at this fucking school. <clears throat> this middle school, they had like nice bleachers and stuff and we used to hang out there. And some of the older kids that were like in high school at the time would come by and hang out with us and one of them would pull out a pack of cigarettes and be like, does anybody want one? Come on, man. Just, come on, just take a puff. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt you. Of course, that person had bad intentions. Because they're trying to get you hooked on a deadly substance. It, it makes you wonder what the fuck, what is in this shot that they want you to get it so bad? They're forcing you to get this thing. Knowing that the end goal is not zero COVID. The end goal is not even this thing stops you from getting COVID and spreading COVID. Because it'll happen. you got to let this thing just rip through society. It's fucking sad to say we're going to lose people. But you got to, I mean, we've lost a lot of people. But you got to let it rip through, man. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of cases and hundreds of millions of people are, vac- are vaccinated fully or at least one of them. We are well over the amount of people that have natural immunity and this fucking false mRNA immunity. You would think that we'd be at a point now where it, it, it should be over. It's the end of discussion. We've had enough people sick. I mean, they've got the, the bullshit PCR test with our false positives. You've, you've got that out there. And you've also got people that have gotten this vaccine that they touted as this miracle fucking shot, this, this miracle serum. So why are we not open? Why why are things not the way they are? They're I mean they're they're sneakily trying to enforce these passports. You got the president pleading with pri- I've never thought in my life that you would see a Stalinesque fucking American president where this guy goes on national TV begging employers and businesses to mandate this poison for people. I I, I never in a million years thought that would happen in America where this guy's telling you. Hey, you make your people, because I can't do it. You make them do it. So technically, the government is mandating this in a very sneaky way. They're trying to make employers do it, which is bullshit, because everyone's got to work. Everyone's got to make money. It makes you wonder what they're going to do, because, I mean, there's so many different ways you can go with this, because if, if you're going to cut people off, 
from working unless you get a mandated vaccine. That's not going to do a goddamn thing to stop this thing from spreading. It's not going to prevent anything. What do you do with the people that don't do it? Do you give them benefits, the unemployment benefits? You give them the extended food stamps, just keep them in the house, let them get fat, not work? What's the point? I, I just don't know. And, and I'm still naive enough to think it's not some total control mechanism because I don't, I don't know if the government wants a bunch of zombies walking around either where it's like, hey, do everything we tell you to do. I, I, I don't know what this is. I just don't know. I mean, I, I know that Democrats love chaos because that's how they get elected is chaos. Look at every time an election's coming up when, when it's like a Republican president and they're, they're trying to fight off a Democrat or any kind or anytime you got a popular Democrat or someone who looks like they, they might be getting close, they stir up a ton of chaos to get people thinking that there's this huge disparity and then you paint the other side as racist and then it goes away. And this one hasn't gone away. Because so I remember they, they, they were painting Bush supporters as racist at one point. They were saying all this other shit. And they were saying race, 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 race. And America's racist. And then Obama got elected. And they were like, oh, racism's over. And now it's all back again because of Trump. And it's not because of Trump. It's because of the Trump derangement. They hate the guy because he loves America. And because the people that vote for him fucking love him. I mean, I voted for him the second time, not the first time. But he won me over with the pro-American stuff. And just the fact that we were free. Everything was great. Uh, I had my best year making money under Trump. I thought it was the fucking best year ever. Um, at least personally, we, we had our best year as a family. You know, under his regime, we, we had the best. We, we had our most plentiful time in life. And then this asshole comes in and turns everything upside down. I hope the Democrats never get another vote again. Because, like I said, I've seen a lot of buyers remorse online. I, I hope that this is the end of them for a very, at least the rest of my lifetime. Because I don't ever want to see a Democrat in office ever again after, after this shit. Within six months, the guy ruined the economy with jobs. We were starting to bounce back from from COVID finally and then immediately kills the pipeline. Thousands of high-paying jobs, career jobs for these people. Now he's got the shit in Afghanistan and then he lied about mandating, oh, I don't think we can mandate vaccines. We're not going to do that. And all of a sudden, he's fucking on TV telling everyone to do it. You got this little prick Fauci keeps pushing that damn goalpost back, which I, I, I didn't like that analogy of the goalpost. But then again, Fauci did say something really annoying. He said that in the fall of 2022, if we all get vaccinated, we should probably see some sort of, of normalcy by, by then. Hey, fuck you, dude. Seriously, I'm over your shit, Fauci, you fucking scumbag. I'm so over that guy. I, I just don't understand that anyone can take him seriously. Anything he says, it's all nonsense. The guy is just a piece of crap. He really is just a horrible human being. And I do have a clip here of Fauci backtracking, of course. I mean, that's just what the guy does. Fauci basically went on TV, on CNN, with Anderson Cooper, who was another piece of garbage. Um, Could start to really... And here's the clip right here, because I, I, I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm just disgusted. This is Fauci looking stone-faced and stupid as usual, and he's backtracking from saying what he said. In a moment. First, I do want to ask you something about you, the, that you said to NPR today. You said if the majority of Americans get vaccinated, quote, we could start to really get some good control over this as we get back into the fall of 2022, a year from now. Is that the best case scenario? And what does control look like? No, you know, I, no, I, uh, Anderson, I have to apologize. When I listened to the tape, I meant to say the spring of 2022. So I didn't misspeak. And in the conversation with Mary Louise Kelly, 
She was saying, when do I think we're going to start to get some control? I said, if we can get through this winter and get really the majority, overwhelming majority of the 90 million people who have not been vaccinated, vaccinated, I hope we could start to get some good control in the spring of 2022. Okay, so he's looking up at the sky the whole time he's talking as if he's reading something. He's reading a prepared statement. Somebody took his ass to the woodshed over his statements, and Fauci did mean fall 2022. And after, and once fall hit, there'd be another a variant. There'd be another three variants. There'd be another thousand cases a day, and one case in, in Australia shuts everything down. Go fucking figure. But anyway, here because I don't care about Australia, they're a bunch of fucking idiots right now, and they're they're government, not the people. The government, the people are fighting back now finally. But um. Yeah, this fucking little Fauci piece of garbage, dude. If it was up to him, he would have us locked down forever. Forever, with masks on forever, because he's a well-known germaphobe. I'm a germaphobe, but I don't care if someone's sneezing in the aisle over for me. Whatever, big deal. That's that, that's your shit. As long as you don't do it on me, it's, it's, it's okay. But this guy, he's a well-known germaphobe. He always said, and there was a statement his a while back, saying that he wishes people wouldn't shake hands anymore. And then what's the first thing that goes? Shaking hands, hugging, people doing a stupid fist bump thing or the elbow bump thing, which is the most unprofessional, stupid fucking looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Whenever I see a politician greet another politician on TV with that stupid freaking elbow bump, I just want to punch them both in the face. It's a dumb look. It makes America look weak and stupid. Other countries, and go figure, the Taliban, all run around with, without masks on and no one's got COVID over there. It's like it doesn't exist. It's almost like it just doesn't exist. You don't hear any cases of, of COVID in Afghanistan. You don't hear about it in, like, a lot of other countries. It's just really crazy how, like, just the main ones they talk about, you know, how huge cases spiking where the biggest dictators are. It's, it's insane, isn't it? It really is. We've, we're going through a time in life, people. I don't know. This thing's getting long. Where there is just so much to worry about. There's so much uncertainty out there. There's just so much craziness, dude. Like, you, you can't trust the news. You can't trust the people elected to hold office to protect you and to have your best interests in mind. You, you don't know what's going to happen day to day. You don't know when the end is. You don't know what any of this is. 15 days of slow to spread turn into 15 years? I mean, like, what what are we looking at here? We're already well, well in, into a year and a half in this thing. We're about to hit two years in a couple of months of this bullshit. It's insane, man. Who wants to spend another freaking Christmas? I mean, I know a lot of us sane people didn't let it stop their lives, but I'm just thinking about, like, the broad spectrum. There are some people out there. I talk to them on the phone every day. Hundreds of them. A week. About a thousand. I don't even know how many fucking calls I take. It's insane. But people are... But I, I got a call the other day. A mom was like, oh, I haven't seen my daughter in, in a year and a half. I haven't seen my uh, mom in six months, eight months, whatever. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Go fucking pick up the phone and call the bitch. Go over to her house. Fucking hold her hand. Do something. People dying alone in their hotel, in their hotel, their hospital rooms because their family's not allowed to see them. And they keep saying, you know, they they harken back to the old Andrew Cuomo line of, if it saves one life, it's worth it. The most unrealistic bullshit I've ever heard come out of a person's mouth. If it saves one life, it's worth it. No, no, no. At the cost of others, it's it, it's definitely not worth it. More people have died from the lockdowns than they ever have of COVID. Go ahead and look it up. Heart disease, people dying of, of untreated illnesses, suicides, murders, domestic abuse. Everything has gone up. Fucking look at Chicago's death count over the weekend. 
It was probably higher than any COVID death since this goddamn thing started. It's, it's, it's crazy, you know? And that's what happens when you build hysteria. You lock people up. You give them f- welfare and time. Sometimes working 40-plus hours a week is the best thing for some of you motherfuckers out there because it keeps you off the streets, keeps things out of your arms, <laughs> things out of your nose, things out of your throat, whatever the hell, however the hell you take your, your drug of choice. It, it keeps you focused. Otherwise, this is what happens to society. And that's why I was saying before, people need focus. People need to work. Otherwise, you get this. Look at the places with the highest unemployment rates. You look at places and states and towns. You can... Go ahead and crunch the numbers if you feel like going down a rabbit hole. They all look like shitholes. They all do. Every single one of them. You're not going to go to a place with a very high unemployment area and see nice houses, lawns cut, people out there, you know, barbecuing for the neighborhood. You're not going to see nice things. You're not going to see a Pleasantville, great movie, by the way, setting. You're going to see Chicago. You're going to see New York. You're going to see crime nonstop. And the people that claim to love these people... In New York, in Chicago, don't live in those states. Barack Obama's got a very nice little home, right by the lake, right by the water, having grand birthday parties. At least I did. I see my birthday was a way that Obama should have been. It's just me, the kids, and the, and the wife. That's it. That's the way he should have done his if he was so afraid of super spreading. But it doesn't apply to him. You know those elites, those sophisticated people. It doesn't apply to them. Why aren't more people angry? That's my question. Why aren't more of you angry about this? It's so easy to just, I mean, and I've been doing this my whole life. This kept my nose out of other business. But this one hits home. This is where we live, man. You have your house. I have my house. You got your apartment, whatever you got. You got your four walls. That's your dormitory. But when you go outside and look up in the air, that's your home too. This is ours, man. This country's ours. Every single one of these people that live in this country is ours, man. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Indian, whatever the fuck else is out there. Dogs, cats, even though I fucking hate cats. It's ours. It's all ours, man. It's up to us to take care of this. And I know you can say, oh, what about the global warming? I'm not going to get into that because they've been saying this shit for decades and things are the same. Um, we've we got to take care of this. What do I mean taking care of this? I mean, we've got to take care of each other. We can't be like this. We can't be against each other, man. I, I mean, when, when I look at someone... If I'm in a supermarket and I walk up to a person, I don't see a, a, a man or a woman or a skin color. I don't see that. I just see a person. I just don't know what happened to everyone else where we have to see things like that. I know I'm not the only person out there. The people who listen to the show aren't like that either because you guys have, have obviously have clear heads on your shoulders because you can listen to someone rant about something one week and something different another week. And... My views are always subject to change because I'm a person who likes to grow and learn and listen and talk to people, as you can see by the people we have on the show here. I've talked to God knows every kind of person you can think of. Um, got a lot more shit. I got a lot of shows I even posted yet that are just sitting there produced and ready to go whenever um, we wanted a night off or an extra episode or whatever, just to post it. There's some really good stuff coming in and coming, by the way. But still, it's just like. It's just depressing, man. And I'm surprised because, like, I went through a big bout of depression last year for a very long time in the beginning of uh, last year. Right before the pandemic, too. My shit hit before, and it got better during, um, which is weird. But, yeah, it's just it's – just, it's, it's really sad. Like, I'm just more disappointed than anything. Just disappointed in people for just not being mad about this because there's so much out there. There's so much information that you can just digest. And it's crazy that one side – 
is putting it out there, and you can go ahead and verify the shit that they're putting out there that's saying, okay, all right, people are dying because of this vaccine. Not every, not everyone's dying, and it has safe lives. I'm not going to dispute that. But if you say that on any social media site, you're banned immediately. You can't say, hey, you can't say something true. You can't go out there and say, hey, there was a kid who was 17 years old. Uh, he was a football player in great shape. He got the Pfizer vaccine, and a week later had a heart attack. And this was in Singapore, I believe. The kid got paid. He got like a six-figure deal, which was I mean, good for him, 240-something million or – 240 something thousand dollars he got. I wish it was a million. I'd be like, jab me right now, motherfucker. Give me six of them if I have a chance to get that much. But so some, somehow, some way, he got some money for it. But I mean, the, the, if you go out there and, and say that, if you post that article on social media, a 17 year old kid has a heart attack because of the Pfizer vaccine, you're, you're going to get a fact check underneath your, your post. It'll get flagged immediately. It might not even be seen by most people because they're, they're going to hide it, they're going to shadow ban it. So you see it, but no one else can see it. Very slick move by social media, that shadow banning thing. But it's, it's also garbage, too, because like it makes you wonder, what, what what are they hiding from us? Why can't we talk about this? Why can't we post this? I can post that Folgers coffee got me sick, and I puked all night long. Don't drink Folgers coffee. No one's going to dispute that. If someone who likes Folgers coffee might post underneath that, fuck you, I love Folgers. Maybe, maybe he's got a weak stomach, bitch. But the thing is, is that conversation is allowed to happen. But me saying, hey, this potentially life-saving, but also life-threatening thing. I mean, I, there's just not enough. I have questions before I decide to put something in my body. You're the anti-vaxxer. You're the bad guy. You're the ist-ob, whatever the fuck they want to call you this week, because they're the ones that like to project images of themselves onto other people so they can have an enemy to hate because they secretly hate themselves on the left. You, um, you, you start to wonder, and that's what put my guard up with the whole thing. Is I'm not even allowed to ask questions. Okay, that Im- immediately puts me in a conspiracy mode. Are we all going to die one day if we take this shot? Are people going to die in like a year and a half? Is this thing going to end COVID? Obviously not. So that's when I feel like if you were in a position of power and you see this shot not really doing much, barely mitigating anything, people are getting sicker with it in some cases. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart, we just saw her the other day in the podcast. She got really sick after she had it. There's a couple other ones out there that were sick. Breakthrough cases, they call it. That's their new thing, breakthrough cases. And they act like each one of these breakthrough cases is rare, but more and more of them are popping up every single day. And it just makes you wonder, like, what's the end goal? If you're trying to get the people in this position where they feel comfortable to take this shot that you're forcing on them by taking away their liberty and will to live and means to live by making them get this thing, and you're not allowed to ask questions, it's, 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 it's just, it, it raises a lot of red flags, all I'm saying, man. They could have done the messaging a lot better. So, yeah, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck him. Fuck that shit, man. I'm just... I'm just so done with it, man. I'm just... There's just, there's really not much more to say about COVID than that. Except for this. Okay, so the COVID vaccine casualties. These are the official figures as of July 2021. This is all I could find at the moment. And this is from the website doctorsforcovidethics.org. So I'm going to go through the UK, USA, and Europe. These are the vaccine casualties, official figures. Okay, I'm going to repeat it one more time. Doctorsforcovidethics.org is where you can get more information on this. The sources are the MHRA, the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, and the EMA, the European Medicines Agency. These are numbers that you can't post anywhere. You can't find them anywhere. It's, it's another reason that raises red flags. So in the U.K., as of July 2021, 
1,470 deaths from the vaccine. In the USA, 10,991. This is as of July 9th for the USA and July 7th for the UK. Europe, 18,928 deaths. That's from July 17th. And they're the most vaccinated area. So, of course, they're going to have the most deaths, just like USA, 10,991. Now, here are the injuries caused by the vaccine. The UK, 1,059,307 as of the 7th of July. Uh, Europe, 1,804,291. And the USA hates to be second place. We're number one in this one. 2,132,125 injuries due to the vaccines. Why is this not shown anywhere besides uh, doctorsforcovidethics.org? Why is that nowhere to be found? Why can't I turn on CNN and see that ticker on, on the screen? People that have been hurt are killed from this vaccine. Why can't we see that? Fox News should have that up there. That's, that should be their thing. Because don't you remember when Donald Trump was in office, the whole COVID death counter was like front and center all over the place whenever he was talking? The deaths were just skyrocket whenever he was talking? That bullshit? Kind of makes you wonder how many of those numbers were real. That's all I'm going to say. Um, because, yeah, we, we have seen a lot of other cases where, you know, flu disappears. And you know the flu killed more than, what, like three people last year. You know that. I mean, you, you, you know COVID dipped into that little bucket. People that died of anything else. People that got shot. People that got ran over by fucking school buses. It doesn't matter. People that drowned fucking COVID death. Oh, because they had COVID in them. Guy fucking leapt to his death from a building. Hated life, just hated being locked down, was depressed and high off drugs, jumped to his death and died. COVID death. Why? Because it was found that he had COVID in his system. So he was a COVID death. A guy in Washington got shot. WAPO went out there and said he died of COVID. The family said, hell no, he was shot. We want that retracted. The next day it was gone. Lots and lots of stories just like that. Makes you wonder. It just makes you fucking wonder. That's all I got to say. Same thing with this COVID vaccine. Why is that nowhere to be found? I, I just I just don't get it. If you're not questioning any of this, then I'm going to put my uh, PayPal out there on Twitter and just send me all your money, all right? Just just, just because cause you're obviously gullible. Just fucking send it. No story nuts. Just send me your goddamn money. Seriously. Because you're obviously gullible. You're just going to fall for anything. I mean, shit. God damn it. If, I mean, if you're just going to take something inside of you without questioning it and not wondering why you're not even allowed to question it and then becoming an unpaid spokesman for the, for the re- regime... Telling other people to get it, it's like, what the fuck happened to people, man? Like, in, in a million years, I would never try to enforce my beliefs on anybody. I, I just say what I say and I get the fuck out. You guys can do whatever you want. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring this one home here in a minute. I, I got a couple other things to talk about besides this stuff. This is just an article I found. Um, Joe Biden. Well, not an article, it's more or less a news clipping. And if this doesn't disturb you as an American, I don't care how unpatriotic you may be. But hearing this, I'll just let you hear it yourself, and I'm going to come back on the flip side here with my thoughts. This might help you understand what's happening. Basically, the U.S. is refusing to take any more Afghan locals, and has a U.S. citizen-only policy in play. They have stated that once August 31st hits, they will help nobody else, U.S., or Afghan, these are the Taliban checkpoints. We're hearing that a deal has been done with the Taliban and that the U.S. is expediting the withdrawal and wants to be out in 72 hours. Anybody left is on their own. 
This might help you understand what's happening. Basically, the U.S. is refusing to take any more... All right. I was going to let it play again, but you guys got the message. You can rewind it if you want. It, it makes your blood boil. So you send over these kids. I, and I know not all of them are kids, but a lot of them are kids. They're, you know, between 18 and 35, probably, and that are in the military right now. I would say the bulk of them fall within that age range. A bunch of kids, dads, uh, husbands, sons, daughters, wives, mothers are over there because you sent them there because we were all on this high thinking that we can make a difference over there in that fucking shithole, fucking cave-filled sand pit. Left them there for 20 years and pulled them out. for they, They did nothing. They did nothing. I mean, 20 years of keeping these people at bay, trying to build some sort of life democracy there for them. You pull out and what happens in less than an hour? <laughs> Fucking evil son of a bitches that killed thousands of people in our once beloved state of New York and the worst terrorist attack of all time. Sorry, uh, leftists, it's, it's not the insurrection of January 6th. A real insurrection is what the fuck is going on right now in Afghanistan. That's an insurrection. People with guns, not people with Viking masks on taking selfies and shit sorry that's no one died Ashley Babbitt died but um, wait wait Ashley who that's exactly they they won't talk about her um, but yeah you've got all this death we've got American hostages because they are hostages if you're not allowed to freely go guess what you're, you're a hostage if you're not allowed to have safe transport why are they not home right now oh yeah because they're fucking kept hostage this is a hostage situation we got right now no nice way to say it if you can't leave willingly, you're a hostage. If I was to go out in the street and invite someone into my home, and they come in, and they're like, hey, you know, I, I had a good day today. Today was a fun time hanging out, nerd. We watched, we, we, we watched cartoons. We watched comic book movies and stuff like that. Hey, you know, we even had a edible or two. I think I'm going to go home. And then I stand in front of the door, and I say, nah, sit back down. You ain't leaving. You're like, oh, come on, nerd. You're just, you're, you're just high. You're fucking me around. Let me get past you. No, you're sitting down. And then I might have uh, a gun or something in my hand, you know, like these fucking Afghan uh, uh, Taliban people. Or Taliban is the fucking dickhead in office. Joe Biden likes to call him. I'm like, oh, I got a gun in my hand. Like, no, you're going to sit down. Okay. The person sits down. Like, once you feel like a hostage at that point, because that's kind of what's happening right now in uh, Afghanistan. Our, our troops are over there armed. Obviously, and and of course, the Taliban is armed with our stuff too because this asshole left billions of dollars of guns just hanging around for our most hated enemies, the most crazed people, probably on the planet Earth, who uh, who who don't like women walking around with their skin showing, and they rape women, uh, little girls under the age of fucking thirteen. If if you're lucky to be thirteen and not have been raped by a Taliban member, you're a very lucky person. It's just. You left all this money there. You pulled out without even a moment's notice. You should have pulled out when he was about the climax with a, a Hunter Biden's mom. I don't know if that's Jill or whoever the hell, the other wife, the one that died. I don't know who the fuck, who's, who's mom Hunter is. I don't, I don't even know. But still, the worst execution, I, I agree we should have gotten our guys out of there. Should have been a long time ago because the Taliban just doesn't learn. They're a bunch of fucking crazy people. It's like you, 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 you bring a lion into your house. And you're like, oh, he's a good cat. He's a good cat. 
And you might be feeding him for a bit. And he's like, oh, as long as you're feeding me, you're okay. But the second you don't have food, he's going to bite you in your backstory and eat your ass. That's what these Taliban people are. They don't give a shit about us. They don't care about any kind of law but Sharia. That's all they care about is Sharia law. They were sitting there seething. And I can imagine another terrorist attack happening. And, and I, I I hate these kind of predictions, but the, the way that they... The way that they pulled this shit off left them with all our guns. If they don't stop this quickly, get rid of all the guns, throw some bombs on these fools, threaten them, make sure that you know that they know we ain't fucking around. I think we might have another attack by this Christmas. I hope not. I hope the Taliban stay the fuck over there and do horrible shit to their people. I mean, seriously, whatever, it sucks that they people like that exist but they're evil and evil does exist in this world we have to deal with it accordingly and take care of our own and as long as they know not to fuck with us I mean just leave us the fuck alone but the thing is it's like 20 years of us being there enforcing our will upon them they were sitting there the whole time biding their time just just waiting us out and they won the waiting game and now they got our weapons and they're going to be shooting us with their weapons or with our weapons once we go there to try to get our people out and it's going to be ugly and now they've got all these guns that they're going to use to build even a bigger power base out there, doing things and making plans while we sit here with fucking face masks on talking about critical race theory and other dumb shit that doesn't matter and shouldn't be talked about anyway because it's over. We were past all that shit. And they bought it right back front and circle. They have us fighting each other here when we should be fighting them there. I just don't understand the fact that these idiots can't understand that. They hate us that much that they hate us and they hate the world, that they just hate everybody but their own little inner circle of power-hungry fucking rich assholes in the country. That's how it works. It's disgusting. And, oh, man, I mean, I'm really glad you guys hung out with me for an hour and a half here while I just ranted and raved. Seriously, it's just, it's insane. But I hope, if anything, this episode comes off as me just saying how much I love the country and just how disgusted I am with it all. And I'm just, I'm just a guy like you are. Uh, I'm going to rephrase that. I'm a person like you are, because we have a, a lot more women listening to the show than men, oddly enough, for the demographics. Um, I'm just a person, and I have a lot of questions. And I, my whole thing is, I don't know. When I talk about religion, I say, is God real or not? I don't know. When I talk about uh, conspiracy theories, I, don't, I hate conspiracies. But I've, I've been turning into a, a little conspiracy theorist with some of this stuff. I'm not going to lie. With the vaccines, I just I, I feel like there's something nefarious going on. The fact that we can't talk about this or make a choice about our own public health without being shamed and the president of the United States telling me I can't work, I can't go into a building, I can't I can't eat, with, you know, in a building, I, I can't earn money to support my family without getting an experimental, yes, experimental shot. I just, there's just too many red flags for me to buy this shit. There's just too many red flags like, whoa, I'm going to pump the brakes, I'm okay with this. I am okay if I get sick. If, if you guys, if this is the last episode I ever do with a show, let's say I get COVID and I'm bedridden for two weeks and I die. You guys can all have, ah, he should have got the vaccine. That's fine. But I'm going to put it out right there on record right now that if I ever got sick and died of COVID-19, oh, well, it was my choice, my decision, and I'm okay with that. I live and die knowing that I'm a free human being. And that is the only thing in life that we have control over. There's a lot of things that we don't have control over, but you have control over you, your reputation, and your body. The second you give up any of those freedoms, they got you, and you'll never get them back. The hardest thing to do is get back freedoms. 
It's so easy to give it away, but so hard to give it back. We gotta fight, people. We gotta fight. And if you were one of those people who was on the other side, we disagreed about this the whole time. There's a lot of you out there that I disagree with personally and privately about this topic. Some of you have come around. Some of you still aren't, but you know, we don't, because I'm not the kind of guy who holds grudges over opinions. I hold grudges over other things, but not opinions. If, if it's an opinion, you're entitled to yours, I'm entitled to mine. That's fine. We can agree to disagree, do a show together, shake hands, and shut the you know recorder off and put it out there for people to listen to and make their own assumptions. That's what this is all about. That's what we lost in this country. We forgot that. We forgot that we're here to agree to disagree. So I'm going to cut this one off here, man. Uh, I had a good time. I, I've been in a room by myself all day working, and now I'm, I'm just in here talking shit. And uh, I know my wife is going to be very happy. Tomorrow, if I say anything on the Wednesday episode of the flagship show, Voices of Misery podcast, I'm probably going to be sleeping on the couch. But I'm going to tell you guys a little something. I got myself a nice birthday present today. A voucher for whatever I want to do this week. So there you go, man. I'm going to hold that one for a rainy day. And you know what I mean. You know, clapping it out and stuff like that. So, But yeah, other than that, uh, we're about to hit 2 million downloads in the show. Um, we talked about this on Monday. It's coming really quick. Uh, it's a lot quicker. I was saying like a week. And it's going to be a couple of days probably. It'll probably be our next episode. So we're not going to sit there and toot our horns. Um, that's not what we've... We, we, we've been about we're not about that um, we're not going to dedicate a whole fucking episode to kissing our, our own asses it's just never going to happen um, with the success of the show uh, we as you guys know we got a new sponsor uh, for the next couple of episodes or whatever they, they, they just come and give us some money and disappear which we do appreciate um, so yeah check them out uh, their show the wine show um, it's just it's just it's just tough because, like, once you start getting a voice out there, you feel like you have to watch some things you might say and things like that. But I'm just not. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. She's not that girl. We're just going to say and keep saying and doing what we do. And the fact that the numbers are just exponentially growing, it's just, it gives me a glimmer of hope that there's more open-minded people. And hopefully the people that listen just start maybe open our eyes a little bit get more information just just not just not falling for the shit that's out there man we all got to come together and obviously they, they they want us apart don't fall for it and by they i mean the government the news channels don't don't fall for it just keep on keeping on man if someone falls down next to you and they hurt themselves you put your arm down and you pick them up ask them if they're okay brush them off and keep on going about your way help somebody out man you know, that's just the way we that's just the way we should be. We gotta stop seeing color, race, uh, gender, sexual preferences. It's like every everything is about identity now. Do you notice that? How do you identify? What are your pronouns? Put it on your profile. This that and it's a separation. Before every, everything was just so easy back then. You know? It was just so easy. So fucking easy. And then they just went out and screwed things up and set us back 60, 70, 80 years when we made so much good progress towards a good together society. And they just fucked it up. 2022 is right around the corner, man. 2022, red wave. I think that's the only way we have out of this. And that is my last hope. It's either that or, I mean, because you know these guys are never, 
ever going to go behind bars. You know, Fauci's never getting locked up, even though he deserves to be thrown in prison for the rest of his life. Joe Biden, his fucking son, they all need to be thrown in prison just for being scumbags and for screwing for screwing the country up, lying. But it'll never happen. So the most we can hope for is age takes these motherfuckers. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, that's the only thing we got going for us. The guys, they're all old. They're all in their late 70s, early 80s. I mean, hopefully we get a great reset of them just leaving the fucking plane of Earth, <laughs> just going straight to hell where they belong. And we can just finally get back together and living a prosperous life together where man takes care of man, woman takes care of woman. We all take care of each other and love each other for what we are, which is Americans and human beings. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a nerd and the Voice of Misery podcast. I might do this again. May not. I don't know yet. I just like getting things off my chest every once in a while. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled flagship show tomorrow. You can find us at Twitter at Voices of Misery. You can find us on pretty much anything. Instagram, MeWe, Parlor, all that shit. It's Voices of Misery. You can email us. Email the show. Uh, thank you for the emails, by the way. Voices Misery Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, that's it. You guys have a very good night. Hope you enjoyed this special edition of the Voices Misery Podcast. Have a good one. Oh, baby, the nerd. Happy birthday, baby. And many more to come. And I emphasize on the come part. Let's have an explosive birthday. It's your BFF, Ava Divine. I just want to wish you a very happy birthday and many more. And I hope to see you soon and have another interview with you because we always have such good times. Blow a load, babe. Happy birthday.